Welcome to a new conversation with Hani and Peretz. In this episode, we are going to explore the how-to of the dynamics of the conversations that we've discussed previously. Let it land. Tell me more and name the thing. These ideas sound nice, but um, we don't want them just to sound nice. We want to actually model the steps it takes to get there. Now, when we say conversations, let's just clarify once again that we're talking about an experience that reorients the participants through the exchange of whether it's ideas, whether it's experiences, whereby the participants walk away from the conversation in some ways uplifted, in some ways clarified. There is something that happened where they come, they come away from it within themselves in a better place than they were before or a, 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 a subtler, a, a richer, yes, a richer place than they were be, uh, prior to the, to the conversation. So it's not a, ca- we're, we're not referring to a casual conversation, a schmooze. Those, those though are wonderful and important. We're talking about a deliberate conversation where both are interested in hearing the other and of uh, understanding the other more. And that's why these three steps are important. And today we're going to explore in detail these three steps, not just speak about them in the abstract or speak about them in exploring their character and their nature, but just simple steps. Right. So the first one, let it land. Which is the first step. And for that, you need to stop. The first element to let it land is stop preparing your response. In other words, when the person is speaking to you, don't process a response in your mind. Shut down that desire to respond. But while you're trying hard to not prepare your response, pay attention to what the words of the sharer is causing in you. Is it causing an agitation? Is it causing a defense? Is it causing an, uh, an explanation? Um, it's hold on to what it's doing to you, but do not share it yet. And that's step two. Mm-hmm. And step three is before you respond, hold still and remain quiet for a second or two or three an extra moment that is unnatural for you. Yes. Before you move on to tell me more. Which is the next step, which is where you respond. Mm-hmm. And when we say respond, we're not talking about your personal response. Right. Just yet. Right. So let's model it. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, Pesach is coming up. Passover is coming up. There's something uh, about Passover this year that is... Uh, I'm concerned, agitated about um, when thinking about it. Really? I, I didn't even know you were thinking about Pesach. I mean, I'm the one with the... Wait, 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 wait. You did not let that land. I did not let that land. What did you do? What did you do? Well, I was about to explain to you how unexpected your comment is when I'm the one that I... Th- think is carrying the Pesach list, etc. And so I did not hear you in a way where it landed on me. You immediately responded. That's right. Okay. So 
I would have to stop um, dismissing your words. I would have to stay in that or, moment. Or, or share your response. Right. I would have to stay in the moment. Um, pay attention to how that may make me feel defensive or, you know, what? And then I would need to stay quiet. So you want to do that again? Okay. Thinking about Pesach that's coming up, uh, there's something about it that is agitating me. I'm, I'm really not looking forward to this, uh, this part of Pesach. Okay. Tell me more. Okay. Let's go to the next part mm-hmm. of conversations. So, tell me more. Yeah, so about tell me more. The, f- the first step would be an internal question that I would ask myself, the listener, do I actually want to hear more? And if the answer is no, whether because I'm too angry or frustrated or um, not in that space where I want to, we recommend you actually don't pretend and don't say the words tell me more if you if you sincerely don't want to hear it. So this would be the time to end this kind of conversation by verbally acknowledging that you are not ready to hear more. Maybe designate another time. Explain why you're not ready, which still takes a, a certain strength um, and maturity. Um, so it's really an internal question that you need to be honestly reflective about. Now, if you are interested and you want to know and, and connect to what the person, what, accept what the person is going to share with you, then you say in a inviting voice, tell me more. Instead of tell me more or tell me more, tell me more, inviting voice. And as the person is speaking, again, don't formulate your response but pay attention to how what that person is saying is affecting your feeling and how it's affecting your thoughts. But don't say it yet. But no. it's, a, it's a very good, um, it's a very critical dynamic to understand about yourself. So in this case, I did say, tell me more. And that was very inviting. So I'd like to share with you more. On Pesach, I'm, we're going to be with other people uh, at the Seder. And these are people who are adults and people who are quite capable individuals. But when we come around the Seder or in advance of the Seder, they don't contribute to the creation of the experience. They place it all on me to create that experience. And sort of they are passively responding or passively enjoying the presentation or the, the 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 show that I'm going to put forward and considering that these are people who are capable and um, uh, part- capable individuals I would want to see their care and their desire to co-create and contribute to together making a say their experience instead of just appearing and you know the curtain opening up and me putting out my presentation and here's the more that you just shared so as a listener 
my initial response of what you're the one thing about Pesach I am was totally removed because I heard a new dynamic that actually has nothing to do with with mine and nor did I know that about you and so I feel that your words just landed and that I am now holding them and appreciating them and dignifying your concern another thing that happened here is that when my first when I first said to you I'm frustrated with uh, coming with arriving Pesach you were in your own head and you were in your world and we weren't connecting and your response would have just further divided between us Mm-hmm. It would. It was about me yeah. versus you, and I'm the one doing more. So what are you upset about? Right. Yes. And instead, when you invited me to say, to tell me more, what happened was you opened yourself up, mm-hmm. and you invited me to come into you mm-hmm. to connect with you, mm-hmm. and uh, and the first connection. Right. So occurred. even though your concern is actually not about me, right, or about the lists that are in my head, it's about a experience that will take place on Pesach, I now want to support you. And I want to, because I feel closer to, to you, to you who is experiencing this concern. Right. And you're wondering aloud about this. And I want to take a pause for a moment and say that this was in a sense, so far an easier exercise because we're talking about something external. Mm -hmm. But if we were to, practice this exercise about something between the two of us it would have been harder yes and yes and yes um but at the same time if we don't do this process when it's between the two of us whatever it is that is there between the two of us will have a difficult time of whether it's repairing healing or strengthening or being addressed which leads us to the last thing of naming the thing Mm -hmm. in this case the thing is other people's lack of co-creation to an experience. So I would encourage you to actually name it to them before they come here, before we spend t- Pesach together. Because like you said, this is not about me mm-hmm. or, or, or the cause or me being the cause of something. And here's where naming the thing where for you it's a, it's a thing. I don't think for them it's a thing. Right. But because it's a thing for you, this this invisible f- dynamic that's taking place that's living in your mind that you don't want this to be a repeat of other satyrs. So therefore I would encourage you to reach out to them and share this this um musings this concern of yours but I'm hesitant Mm -hmm. I'm concerned that I start with just a third step of naming the thing then um, without them having the let the first two steps of letting it land and tell me more and I just come and name the thing it'll it'll just it'll it'll upset them or it'll 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 create a certain breakdown Mm. So we're now left with how to share an idea with a possibility of it landing um, kindly right? before naming the thing. But I will say that if I do name the thing to them, I know that the irritation and agitation that I'm feeling now in anticipation of the Seder will decrease. Yes. However, if they feel awkward, then another kind of agitation will replace it. So 
you and I really need to think about how to name the thing in a way where first this idea lands before we actually say what the thing is. Perhaps we might say, so we're thinking about the Seder experience. There are two. Um, what do you think about um, we each kind of care for one? Mm-hmm. How does that you know, right. sit with you? And depending on their response, depending if they want to explore that more, depending if they say, no way, we love uh, the chain, you know, experience and we want double dose of it, that will help us understand how we name the thing. Right. So in a, what you're saying is that if you don't have somebody sitting across from you who could participate in this exercise as a partner with you in going through these three steps of let it land, tell me more, and name the thing, you can explore or attempt to navigate the other person who you're speaking to and sort of bring them in to a space where you can name the thing. That's... It's it's not simple. It's not simple. And um, I don't think naming the thing has the three clear steps or two steps or one step that is more obvious to let it land and tell me more. Right. So... I think between a couple, between two people who are committed to a relationship, I think you could go through the, you could go through, you could incorporate these three steps and and go through them. Yes. No. uh, What I mean is how to name the thing. We haven't actually said step number one, step number two. That's what I'm referring to. It's not as simple as let it land and tell me more. Right. You know, name the thing means you just jump and you name it. But because we're going to someone else... Right. Right. And we didn't do the let it land yet. It tell me more with them. We would have to reorient all of us. And sometimes just be quiet. Not naming the thing is could be better. Because right. Naming the thing in, 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 in naming the thing would not in the proper environment could be more destructive. Right. But I would encourage you to still reach out to them, inviting them to co-create one Seder. Or, I mean, create it on their own, and you and I do the other. So. Okay. I'll do that. We'll think about this. Okay. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. This is the last in our series on conversations. Uh, Moving forward, we will be exploring a new topic, and we invite you to join us on this wonderful journey.